Bones are amazing things. They hold us up. They support us. They make us strong. But bones have other uses. In the past, bones were thrown by diviners, seeking out the mysteries of the future. Now the bones are cubes, made of plastic or resin, but they still reveal things to us as they fall from our fingers and rattle across the table. The story becomes clear. Welcome to Bone Thrower's Theater, an RPG actual play podcast. All right. Welcome back to Bone Thrower's Theater. My name is Jeremy, and I am playing, or usually playing in our regular episodes, Grayson, about to be the interrogator, Digby. <laughs> I'm Jeff, and I usually play Demetrius. Not putting up with stuff, Nordan. I'm Jordan. I'm the GM. Hi, Mike. I play Valentine. I guess I'm gonna keep a uh, good old brother Benedict around for a little while longer. <laughs> Montecute. I am Aaron, and I play Brother Benedict. <laughs> this is Johnny, and I play George Glaive, the guy nobody likes, and he's okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I was just saying before we started the recording that. I feel like this episode or this this session of recording was really tense because all of the characters except for Joris had just seen a lot of really crazy stuff happen. So, you know, there was I think a sense of caution that might not have been there if you guys had come into this in without the vicinity oh, at the ex- exactly in the scene in the warehouse with yeah. Grayson let me tell you what Grayson was thinking about when the priest went went down there. It's like normally it's like, all right, let's follow him down there. Yeah. But then he's thinking it's like if I follow him down there and the door closes, I have no way of knowing mm. how to get out. And if the bad people that were at the temple on Densham Estate show up and they do more bad things, I'm stuck there. Yeah. And eventually, visibility is going to go away. <laughs> um, nope. <laughs> Not walking into that situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there was a Can't lot of blame you. <laughs> Can't blame you on that one. For Demetrius, everyone was like hinting at, I should go in that room with Jeremy. And I was like, no. No. <laughs> no. This is a bad idea. And then the priest showed up and i was like this is why it was a bad idea <laughs> i'm so glad i didn't go in there uh cuz you would have got left <laughs> <laughs> i'd have got found and yeah. then left and then left and then that would have been a lot of that would have been the <laughs> end of demetrius no see along those same lines though you suspected that uh that grayson went into that room yeah but then he wasn't discovered in that room mhm so but it's grayson yeah it's grayson yeah. He does weird things like that all the time. I when know we, he's good at hiding. When we escaped from Densham Estate the first time, I just disappeared and no one thought anything of it. Right. Until I showed them, well, hey, it's, yeah. the way out is this way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I loved like how everybody is kind of dealing with it in their, your own particular way. Like, Brother Benedict is is really feeling like I was promised these things, and he doesn't seem to have a very long attention span. So, <laughs> so you know, he 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 wants he wants immediate gratification, and it doesn't seem to be coming his way anytime soon. No, and on the other hand, I think that he is starting to get the idea 
that these things that he has wanted for so long that he thought were going to just magically happen. And he's starting to understand that they're not just going to magically happen. They don't just, the girls don't fall out of the sky and food isn't set out at banquet tables all day in, in the cities. <laughs> and he's attempting to understand that. And I think that was one thing is, as much as brother Benedict doesn't like Joris, one thing that I think Joris was able to get across to him was the idea that the only way to get the things that he wants is to finish up with what he's actually doing. Yeah. Which was entirely George's point. Yeah. It's like, it's not a matter of getting you to like him, it's a matter of get the job done. The objective needs to be completed. Yes. And then Valentine, it seemed like Valentine was still trying to process everything that had happened. So, again, yeah. very cautious. Yeah. You know, and, and trying to maintain the, the social control that he had in the group without, while still questioning whether or not he wanted to. Yeah, it was kind of more like I was feeling like this time around, I was like, okay, yeah, we just had like this crazy turn of events happen, the last uh, adventure. And then now I'm kind of, I was kind of looking, I'm like, I've kind of adopted Brother Benedict. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not quite sure I really wanted it like this. And, and I'm like, okay, he's asking more questions. And I was kind of like, in a way, originally, it's just like, well, I'm just going to kind of string along for what I need. But now I'm like, we're kind of going through a lot of crazy stuff together. And I'm like, it's been a crazy day. It's, it's yeah, kind of, it, it's day. interesting <laughs> having him around, but it's also kind of, it's kind of like a burden. But I was like, what do I do? I was like, in a way, like, I wasn't even expecting my character to get so much of like a heart. I was kind of like, yeah, <laughs> well, you know, I was like, I kind of want to abandon it, but now I feel like. I shouldn't, because I've led this poor guy astray to, like, so many promises that you have to keep it in. When, uh... Doris. Dor yeah, Doris came around. At first, when he's kind of saying all this stuff, I was like, this bastard's about to usurp my guy. But then I thought... <laughs> but then I thought, well, he's about to take my burden away, and then he's going to get stuck with it. <laughs> but it was interesting, because as soon as he kept talking, like, for a while, I was like, well, great, have him. But then he talked more, I'm like... But, you know, I don't know if I want him to have him. <laughs> and then when they had, like, their little uh, exchange, and then, as you know, as I was, like, watching from outside of a character's perspective, I was like, you know, I'm kind of liking that this is already becoming uh, dysfunctional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Joris came into the group at the most inopportune time. Yeah. For the, yeah. For the group. Um, yep. It's funny. The nature of his character, did we say this in episode or our recording? I don't remember. It might have been, but that um, if Joris had joined the group like the beginning, yeah. 12 hours before, <laughs> yeah. before it would have been happened. it would have been much different. Than, right. And so Joris, as he came in, sort of is feeding the thoughts of... Disunity? Yeah. 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 Of disillusionment for everybody, all the other characters. Um, it's also affecting the way that Joris is viewing everybody else. Yeah. Well, yes, it is, especially since Joris is able to read their, read, read their minds. He's reading their minds at the worst time yeah. to figure out <laughs> how does this group work. Uh, I'm reading three people's minds so far, and so far this group does not work. Yeah. Which goes right along with what Grayson thinks. Yeah. Uh -huh. Right. But Joris and Grayson do not know that about each other yet. No. But see I think that eventually Joris and Grayson could get along eventually. Maybe, but it started off very badly because well, and the first impression he got from Grayson was he's hiding something he shouldn't be. And the first impression 
that Grayson takes from any noble is that they're worthless. They, they're they noble because they can't work. Yep. They want everybody else to work for them. And by the end of this recording session, it's, what, that's still what, exactly what we happened? See. Grayson and Demetrius found everybody, got everybody together, and at the last moment, when we captured somebody to interrogate, you show up and you say, good work. Um, we we yeah. did the work. You did nothing. <laughs> so that only feeds Grace, what Grayson uh-huh. thinks even more. Yep. So it might be. I mean, it's all bad our, timing. Our backgrounds could lend itself to. Oh, we can work well together. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it is now a huge uphill climb because of how things have started off. Yeah. And see, what George has seen is that. Y'all have not accomplished anything of use, is what he's seeing. I and I can see that because he didn't. He doesn't know that you got the gears. No, he doesn't know. All I know is that you went to the estate. Uh, I guess that's what we've done so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is what he knows. He went. You went to the estate and you saw the freaky stuff happen. Yeah, I mean, that's all you accomplished. Which is a lot. In a lot of ways, that's a lot. It is. Right. We we figured out that Densham is is in league with the Riemann Church. um, That he has the ones that stolen the gears. Plans to do it for a coup to take over the throne, or give it to another kingdom somehow. Um, There's so there's a lot that the group has found out. Yes, but George doesn't realize you found all that stuff out. Right. Yeah. He just knows what you were what you told. At the first meeting, at the beginning of this session. And also the, the meeting with, with Walsham, Digby and Walsham, mm. going at it. Well, the meeting did not start well for Digby. No, it didn't. <laughs> Digby went in there, and his plan was, all right, this is what we've got, big reveal. Boom, I've got these gears. And see, that would have changed George's view completely. Would have been, yeah, yeah, but yeah. then Digby walks, it, it was, Digby walks in, and it's... Oh, while Digby was doing something, the rest of the group got his cousin killed. Yeah. I don't trust these guys anymore. So that's why he went to uh, Walsham on his own to tell him about that. Yeah, but even you were really mouthy to to Walsham from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of mouthiness that happened right there. (laughs) You're very lucky that he didn't decide to have you clapped in irons at that point. Could have actually. Now that I think about it, that would have been fun. <laughs> <laughs> See, another point of tension between uh, Grayson and Joris is the age that Grayson is is when I was in the military. Yeah. So he sees this as a formative time, and he, he's Joris sees Grayson as wasting his life at this mm. point. Yeah, pretty much. It's like, what are you doing wandering the streets? So there's a lot of good interplay here. Um, honestly, that's what I love about role playing especially with you guys, is that the interplay between the characters really layers on top of itself and grows. And Oh, yeah. I tell you, it's very hard to not metagame. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so hard. Like, I metagame right there at the very end saying, okay, where is his warehouse so I can go there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's understandable. I mean, you but, were asking a question yeah. of an NPC, so it's a little more understandable. And it was a valid question yes. for what the, you were doing, yeah. as what your character's character was doing. Yes. You know, it, yeah, the way George sees is, this group's incompetent, I have to do it all myself. And he shows up Yeah, this is what Grayson is thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, points in advancement and everything like that. Uh, Ten points from me. To all. Yeah. To all. Twenty-seven. Mm. 
39. Yep. Whoa! Mike over here is sitting on 44. Yeah, eventually I'm going to disperse these points into these uh, stats here. So, who do you think advanced the character the mo their characters the most? <laughs> That's a hard Ooh. one. I honestly... Yeah. It, I, I, this is tough, because yeah. at least from... From Grayson's standpoint, yeah. Um, what I tr I'm trying to do with Grayson is I have to advance him in a totally different direction than really what I built him mm. to do for. Yeah. Because in the course of, I don't know how many, four hours, there have been two deaths that have really <laughs> rocked his world as he know it. Yeah. As he knows it. So for his original goals for advancement, He's going in a totally different direction at this point. Yeah. So it's, I mean, he's advancing his character, but not in the direction that he originally wants to go. Yeah. So. I think that, honestly, there's a very good argument that Valentine advanced his character yes. a lot. Yeah. You know, because yeah. he went from being the guy who wanted to have very shallow relationships to feeling real guilt and angst over how this yeah and i was and i was yeah, like, i was yeah. literally feeling that through the thing because through this the game because i was like hmm at first i was like oh, okay maybe i can get rid of benedict but then once he was talking more you know and kind of was like misleading i was kind of you know he might be a, somewhat of a uh Misguided, yeah. dim-witted monk, but he's my misguided, dim-witted monk. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, that's where I'm like, like, I'm torn between Mike and Aaron on who she at this point because Aaron also events uh, Brother Benedict quite a bit because of the whole same situation. Yeah. It's like he's learning, you know, learning more about reality. Slowly. Slowly, Slowly but you are. Yeah. And Joris came in at this level and just immediately goes boo. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> took steps backwards as far from, as from the group's perspective. Yes. Yes. I mean, we don't know anything about your goal, so no. unless your goal is to His goals are very simple minded. It's I want to serve the Queen as best I can. Yeah, pretty much. That is my goal is do what the Queen needs done. Yeah. So I am very much a so Queen's man. In in a lot of ways, your goals are are less character oriented and more Outward oriented, yes. And so, I you did a, a pretty good job with that tonight. Like, if I was in the room with the priest when the when like Grayson was, if I was in Grayson's situation, I would have had to kill that priest right away, just from the the two sentences that I heard. You know, mm -hmm. that yeah, that the, the the queen is the product of a bastard marriage. Yes, yeah. I mean that it evokes my complication right there. I'm a personal code. Of always serve the queen. Yeah. And to Grayson, that's useful information. So Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is yeah. useful information. But at the same time, my personal code would be he's a dead man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I don't know. I, I think I I think I agree with Valentin getting this point. I think the the character depth was really revealed yeah. tonight. Yeah, I would have to agree with that because this is a real good contrast of what we saw from Valentine last play session where it came out oh valentine the cold-blooded like killer yeah and now valentine yes. like yeah you see this, this switch up in a matter of hours there's a huge tension within the character yeah yeah because yeah. like originally what i had with this character in mind was when i was you know when we were talking about it when i was thinking i was like you know because i'm really in the star trek deep space nine right now i was like thinking yes. like kind of like the look and 
the wannabe charm of Dr. Bashir, but the <laughs> sly selfishness of Quark, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think Quark is my favorite DS9 character. So. Yes. 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 Where it's like, in a way, but I kind of still see it's like that parallel still there because he, you know, he's selfish, he's manipulative, you know, he goes for what he wants, but deep down, if you really dig underneath all that, there is like, a shred of decency in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely say that about yeah. Quark, especially towards the end of the series. <laughs> yeah. Are we agreed? Yeah. I think yeah. So. yeah. I'm kind yeah. of saying that. It goes to Mike. And since we, you brought it up, if we're drawing her some inspiration from <laughs> from <laughs> shows, um, I've been just trying to think about this in-between play sessions, how to take Grayson to a completely different level. So I've been... Watching, I'm not going to go into all the details of the show, but I've been watching on Netflix the 100. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was watching the third season, is what's what's on there now. So as, as I was watching that, I'm thinking, ooh, this will be really good to draw from because in every episode, all of the main characters have something horrific happen to them. Yeah, like and they respond to that in different ways. So it's good, like oh, seeing different see how ways this, to respond, different ways to respond yeah. to that. So that's hmm. sort of what I'm doing now to figure out what. Grayson's mindset is going to be moving forward. So best role play, that again is another tough one. Yeah, that's a hard one for night too. Yeah. Whereas last time, last week it was hard because it was uh not as much role playing happening. Tonight there was a lot of role playing happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There were some good moments that brought out some good role playing. Brief moments between Joris and Grayson. Yeah. Yes. Um. There's. I mean. There's always. The NPCs and uh, Brother Benedict. <laughs> Brother Benedict's always a delight watching. Well, I thought that Benedict's role play, yes, he did advance the character some, but the way he was playing through how he was trying to figure out the social status of people mm-hmm. was really a good amount of role playing. You know, because he was trying to understand human interaction in a way that he had never seen before. And he was trying to figure out how to work in in a hierarchy Living in a cave ten years old. Yeah, 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 I guess. Yeah. And, I, and I really liked it. I know we said this in between episodes at one point when the names of the ships came up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had the three names. Which one was had to do with food? The other had to do with women, and the other one. To every other character in the group would have been the obvious choices to look at that boat, but Benedict was like food. Women, it's got to be one of those two ships. Yeah. But, and then it was actually, it was the it, woman. It wasn't the Tempe, the one that we thought it would have been. No, it was the one, the woman one. And the Damiana, yeah, yeah, which is interesting because if Benedict had had his way, <laughs> yeah, you very nearly discovered the secret, of, like first thing with only. And then not not only that, but you but, listen to that one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And again, this is like, I wrote up like 10 different things and I can't show you the sheet of paper because there are... Some of them probably still will happen. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff that's here that we didn't even touch on. I'm sure. You guys were like right there and I'm like, just one more step. <laughs> I, I, I knew, and this is where I didn't want to metagame because yeah. I knew when we were in the warehouse that we were right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. But Grayson wouldn't go there. Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't make Grayson go there. I was like, no, he can't. He's mm-hmm. he's not going to put himself in that situation. And that was so hard to sit here and be like, there's something really cool. 
right around the corner. And see, if I had been able to talk to the captain, I would have used ESP on him. Uh, yeah. Try to read his thoughts. You Ooh. didn't even try to listen at the door or anything. No, because personally I know enough about ships that it's not that easy to yeah. hear through a door like that. A little metagaming. Yeah. Well, his character would have known enough yeah, about ships. Yeah, his character probably would have known. Yeah, I mean, ability, main ability, so. So anyway, best role play. I'm not going to lie. I I thought that uh, Mike, his role playing was pretty good when he was when he was trying to like save Brother Benedict from, <laughs> from being tossed in the water. I thought that was pretty good. He was like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. He's, he's from out of town. He's, he doesn't know anything. He's dumb. Just give him to me. Ten years in a cave. Come on. Cut him a little slack. <laughs> I thought that was pretty yeah. good. <laughs> and then Grayson at the beginning. I, I do think that Grayson's <laughs> response to the whole shebang that got dropped on him at the beginning was pretty fantastic. Between his response to the group, his response to Lord of Walsham, and that was fitting pretty pretty good with that character, with the way he's been played so far. Even though, especially since it's not a direction you were initially wanting to go, the fact that now you have to go a completely different avenue, but still keep in character. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. There was there was something that I wanted to happen when I, I was searching the docs by myself, but it didn't happen. I wanted to show that sort of that schism between where Grayson normally would go and where he's forced to go now. It may come up later, so I'm going to hang on to that. So, And I also like that, that Grayson... He didn't completely drop what he's used to doing mm-hmm. when he came to, to Demetrius. He was like, is your place going to be fixed in time for me to, <laughs> to store stuff? <laughs> yeah. So he was he was still thinking on the same lines that he, he normally would, but mm-hmm. just through the distractions of everything horrible that's <laughs> been happening. So, yeah. I don't know. My vote probably would be for Johnny. With the new character. Yeah. The new character. Yeah, um, totally different tone. From, well, so, well I, totally different, totally different tone. But coming through with these are my beliefs and sticking those beliefs rather than trying to oh I'm assigned to work with this group. Let me yeah. try gel with the group. Well, right here, yeah. my personality on written on my page: stoic and quiet, likes animals more than people, fiercely loyal to the queen. It's a pretty simple character description. Yeah, yeah. So, that's all you need to know. That's my my vote is for for John. I'm going to go vote for Johnny as well, just for the mere fact that he literally kind of, like, changed my character throughout the game, and <laughs> he literally, like, kind of, like, had me, made me think, I'm like, crap, what do I really want to do? Do I want to s- just save that, Brother that, Benedict to Wolves, or do I that, actually kind of want to save him? That actually is a fitting vote, because yeah. it is because of Johnny's character that you, you were forced to do some character development. Yes, like, right there. And, and, and it was like, it's like my character had to mature quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was not intending might for be, that. I think it might be the oldest one in the group, too. I'm 27. I'm 27 as well. So I'm 20-ish. 20-ish. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. The years in the cave kind of <laughs> diluted. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely the youngest. Oh, you're definitely the youngest, but... And also the mouthiest. <laughs> mm-hmm. hey, you got to be when you're in the street business. Yeah. See, At the age of 17, you got to be mouthy. Everybody's going to take you seriously. I really wish that Lord Walshman had told me that there was magic involved. Yeah. Well, he didn't know. He didn't that. know. Because I could have been looking for things magically. Mm-hmm. 
So it sounds like the point's going to Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, best snack. <laughs> Who made the yummy cake over there? Walmart did. <laughs> yeah, the carrot cake there. Walmart gets a point. Oh, Walmart. All right. Oh, that was my favorite. Aaron brought the cake. Aaron brought the cake. All right. Jeremy brought the sour kids and the chips. Korean barbecue chips. They were pretty tasty. They were, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. Although I think that the the name of it should have been just a food truck, right? Yeah, than <laughs> yeah. It had it had that hint. Uh, it was, I can't, can't. It was Korean think of, barbecue food truck. Well, I I think if you look on there, it does say food truck series. So oh, okay. So yeah. I'm not that far off then. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then Johnny had the bacon wrapped jalapeno popcorn. Yeah, if so there's good. bacon and jalapeno, that that gets my vote. <laughs> <laughs> bacon jalapeno and cheese. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was that's why Johnny likes to have the games at his place, <laughs> so, that he, so that he doesn't have to go anywhere and cook it at that place. Man, that, that carrot cake with the cookies around it though was that my vote is going to be for carrot the cake. Carrot cake. Mine's definitely for the bacon poppers. Johnny, you have a vote. I was actually really enjoying the Sour Patch Kids myself. So. <laughs> you can never go wrong with Sour Patch Kids. There you go. Yeah. They certainly do make you feel sour and sweet, you know. <laughs> All right, it's sounding like carrot cake. I said carrot cake. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're going to tie it with. Yeah. What, what, which were you voting for? I voted for the poppers. Okay, so, so that's two and two. Two and two. You two break two. it. Oh, which one did you like better, GM? I the <laughs> poppers. I gotta be honest. <laughs> okay. There's bacon. There's bacon. There's a little spice to it. It was delicious. It was. So Johnny, you got two uh, two points extra for the evening, which is a good start off for a new character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was considering making Toad in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. It's so good. That would have been amazing. <laughs> You would have definitely totally had ironic. Yeah. Oh, totally, totally. totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, the my gosh. jokes. <laughs> he lives so on bad. in our hearts. <laughs> um, and in our bellies. And oh our bellies. man! <laughs> so, did you guys enjoy the pacing of tonight? Like a bit of a rebound from the last session. Th- there were a couple of slow points, but yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm kind of glad. I, I had a really hard time not having to throw down with the sailors. Well, I, at, at one point when uh, Grayson and Demetrius were in the warehouse, I'm thinking, like me personally, was like, "All right, we need to we need to force up and get into some combat here." Yeah. And then we went into the the secret room, and the priest goes down, and the I'm thinking, not that kind of combat. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I love that you were like tapping on the on the candle to. Oh, I I originally. <laughs> Like, as soon as... This would have been really bad for Grayson's character. Because originally, uh, as I said, I was going to put out the candle with my fingers. Yeah. I was going to say, any wax that I was in there, I was going to try and tip the candle and get it off. (laughs) But I thought of that, like, after I said, I move into the corner. And then I was thinking, oh no, the wax. And then he comes and he tips the candle and the the trap door happens. I would have been like... Oh no! <laughs> Here's the combat. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so good. Like from a player perspective, I was hoping to see Benedict actually get in the fight with the sailors. He oh, was no. so hard pushing against from, the fight. From the character perspective, it's we're working as spies. They yeah. should know languages. Yeah. 
Well, part of the issue is that... I forget that they're not all trained spies like They're, they're not trained Correct. spies. Also, the issue is that a lot of the, the fear and the suspicion is about internal threats. Yeah. So they've totally stumbled on an external threat that they were not expecting. Like, these guys are, are meant to be spies who are looking for people who are... Yeah. Are Remans more along Dincham's line. Yeah. Right. And they've come across something that's a lot bigger scope than they were expecting. It makes sense. Like I said, from a character perspective, it's like, we're spying. You right. should be a trained spy. You should know. <laughs> it's hard to balance that. Mm-hmm. With, it is. Especially in character creation, because you don't... Oh, well, like, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy, though, that Bo- Brother Benedict is able to, like, randomly know all this language and then can't say... <laughs> <laughs> One minute, it's like, yeah, sure, I got this. Next minute... Oh, that um, was another great thing. <laughs> He's shouting... Dogmaster, Dogmaster, Lord, <laughs> Captain, <laughs> and the sailors in the other language are shouting, Dogmaster, <laughs> Lord, Captain. <laughs> yes, that's great. Oh. Uh, but that that really just goes to show that a lot of times we try and communicate with each other, and it just we're saying the same thing, and it just goes yeah. right past each other. Yep, yep. And that's yep. a that's a real life nugget right there. I've had arguments where that has happened, and then I would realize what's going on, and I'd be like, hold up, stop, stop. We're arguing. But we're arguing about the same thing. We have the same like, We have the same idea. We're just saying it differently. <laughs> and even when I said that, some people would be like, but no, da 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 And I'll continue arguing. I'm just like, we're saying the same thing. It, it, it's yeah. real life. Yeah. It's real life in a microcosm right there. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I also have four hero points. Yay. So do I. Yes, I spent one, and then I got one. I stole one from Jeff. By yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very good. That was so. That was so funny. I yes, had to. That was. I had to it. It totally would have fit with your character versus my character because my character says that all the time. So you'd be like, yeah. yes, especially since we have that smuggling relationship. I've been yes. like. And, you know, timing is everything. Yeah. <laughs> you probably heard him say it a million times. Probably. probably. Good just night. one of those little jabs where it's yeah. like, yeah, you say this all the time. Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think on that note, we're going to go ahead and call it an evening. Thank you so much for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Uh, we'll see you next time. Or we'll talk to you next time, I guess. It's a better way to put it. You'll hear us next You'll time. You'll hear us next time. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to Bone Thrower's Theater. Our cast is Aaron, Jeff, Jeremy, Johnny, Mike, and Jordan. We are releasing this podcast under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 3.0, unported license. That means that you can share the podcast, but please do not modify it or try to gain financially from it. If you would like to visit our website, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater.com. If you would like to send us an email, you can do so at bonethrowerstheater at gmail.com. Our Twitter handle is at bonethrowerstheater. And also you can look us up on Facebook and Google+. And until next time, may the bones fall ever in your favor. This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production.